Welcome to the podcast where beast mode meets manifesting goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, and together we are going to slay and thrive. Hello everyone, happy new year, and welcome back to the Slay and Thrive podcast. I don't know about you, but I am beyond excited about everything that's coming in this new year. And I'm also extremely excited for the next two months of podcasts. So this is the official first episode in the Slay series, which is taking place for the entire month of January. And we're going to be going into this new year with fire and focus, and we're going to be activating our masculine superpowers all month long. I know this is the time of year where many people reset and they create some new aspirations and there's just something magical about being in the energy of the new year along with everybody else and just feeling all of the possibility. So I wanted to help everyone capitalize on this with a special series for January. So every Wednesday, I'm going to be dropping a solo episode on one of my favorite masculine superpowers, or you could also call them core values. And these are my top four. And I'm going to be diving into why these matter and how they can help you with any goal you're moving towards. So as you listen to these, I would love for you to think about whatever it is you're currently working on and how you can really apply these superpowers in your own life. We also have four incredible men joining us for guest interviews, and those will go live every single Sunday. So coming up this Sunday, we actually have one of my past bosses joining us on the show, and he's going to be sharing how he's lost over 130 pounds. I actually reached out to him after he made a post about this on his Facebook page because I know from my own experience and in my experience with working with so many clients as a personal trainer, that with this kind of physical transformation, there's also going to be this mental and emotional transformation as well. So that's going to be going live Sunday, January 9th. But for today, we are starting with this idea of purpose and clarity. And I put them together because without clarity, you probably don't know what your purpose is. And knowing your purpose is going to create more clarity in your life, so the two really have a connected relationship. And let's start with purpose. So purpose is your deeper reason behind doing whatever it is you're doing. It's the answer you get when you ask yourself why enough times. It's the motivation that is unshakable and relentless. It's a reason that is strong enough to hold any level of discomfort, any level of hardship, because it means that much to you. One of my favorite quotes is by Nietzsche. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. And it's that if you have a why to live for, you can withstand any how. 
This is important because the how can be uncomfortable at times. The how can actually feel painful if we're going way outside of our comfort zone. Chances are the how is going to involve some level of hardship and struggle. If our purpose isn't strong enough, it's not going to withstand the hardest, most challenging moments on the journey. If our purpose stops at the fact that it's a new year and we're a bit bummed out with our lack of progress from 2021 and we just want something different, it's no wonder most people falter by the end of the month. But what if instead everyone spent as much time getting clear on why they were doing what they were doing as they did on the what. And then they also got some clarity around the how. What is their best path to success? What actions and strategies are most in alignment with their core values, which is that clarity piece. And then they found a way to revisit this purpose and kept this clarity in their vision, top of mind on a daily basis. It would change the game. There's a real danger in not having this purpose and clarity. And when I think about this, I think about a conversation I had with one of my coworkers a few months ago. At the time, he was having some issues with his hand that were ongoing, which is frustrating in our line of work. We do a lot of, you know, grabbing components and gripping and, you know, we need our hands to work well. So I suggested that Maybe he try a physio and see if they had some kind of way they could help him. And he had a lot of resistance to this idea because of an experience he'd had with physios in the past. So he'd actually gone in for pain and weakness in his ankle. And the physio had him doing exercises like crunches and other things that felt really unrelated and weren't actually addressing the challenges he came to the physio with. And I have to make the disclaimer that I am not a physio. I've spent the last six and a half years as a personal trainer. And I can also say from my experience collaborating with the physios that were helping my clients is that when my clients would go to physios needing help with their ankle, sure, they might be given a few core exercises. Having a stable core is going to help with everything. However, if the ankle is the problem and the purpose for my coworker getting this help was the ankle, I would make an educated guess that it would also be important to help him get stability or mobility or both in that ankle, as well as the calves, the shins, the things around it. And that isn't going to be achieved by crunches alone. And as a side note, we also did a lot of training on core stability and core activation. And we had an amazing coworker there who was like a specialist in this stuff. And all of the evidence points to crunches not being the greatest exercise for core stability for a number of reasons. Anyways, this experience left my coworker with this generalized distrust of physios. And he really didn't get any helpful results with his ankle. He didn't get what he wanted, which was less pain and the ability to return to mountain biking and some of the activities he'd really loved before the injury that he now felt like he was held back from doing. And doesn't something similar happen to us with our own goals? I know this has happened for me. 
So maybe we set a goal or a resolution if it's that time of year, January. And maybe we set it because we have a lot of pain or discomfort in this area of our life and we don't want that pain. Or maybe we do it because that's what everyone is doing around this time of year and we feel like we should do it. But we leave it at this we leave it at this open-ended goal without clear directions on how we plan to get there and why it deeply matters to us. So then we falter after a few weeks or months. Then maybe we get to this point where we are just fed up and disenchanted with goal setting or New Year's resolutions or personal development, thinking it just doesn't work for us. But when you activate purpose and clarity together, there's another way. Let's take this example of my coworker. What if he'd went into the physio and explained, hey, I've got this old ankle injury. I want to reduce pain and increase what I'm able to do with it because I want to get out mountain biking again and because I want to keep up with my son and run around and do all the things with him. And maybe he even did do that, I'm not sure. But say he did that and the physio listened. Bam! You've got the purpose behind going to the physio. You have the mountain biking he wants to do, and he has that deeper reason of wanting to be an active dad with his young son. And then from there, you can create clarity. So how does this ankle need to function in order for mountain biking and chasing a toddler around to happen on a regular basis? Maybe then the program would include a few less crunches and more corrective exercises that specifically targeted the ankle joint. From there, let's take a weight loss goal as an example as well, because that's pretty common one at this time of year. If you simply have the weight loss goal because everyone is doing it, or because you don't like how you look right now, or because that's what you do every year, and then that goal stays in the realm of wanting to do it, but not creating some structure around how you're going to do it. However, What if you dug deep into why you wanted to lose that weight? What's the real reason behind it? What's the compelling reason to keep you moving forward, even when life feels hard? Maybe it's staying as healthy as possible for your family so that you can run around with your kids and your grandkids. Maybe it's about wanting to go climb some mountain or go on some big adventure that doesn't feel feasible at your current fitness level or size. Maybe it's about some other big dream that you've had for a long time, but you're in this holding pattern because your struggles with food and weight feel all-consuming. They're taking up all this energy and brain space. What if you made this weight loss goal a non-negotiable instead? What if it became a necessity, your only option? What reason would you need for this to become the case? Once you have this deep, compelling why pulling you forward, that's already an immense amount of clarity to start with. It's clarity around the why. From there, you also want to have some clarity surrounding the tactics and strategies that you're going to need to be successful. And the other part that gets overlooked quite often is some clarity around who you're going to become in the process. So let's continue using this weight loss example. 
So you want to lose weight. You also have your purpose dialed in. It is rock solid. It's a compelling reason. It's getting you out there doing it no matter how uncomfortable it is. Now you want to get clarity on the tactics that are going to get you there. And one of the best ways to do this is to also get clarity on what's currently in the way. So is it that you often fly by the seat of your pants and make impulse takeout purchases? If that's the case, you'll want to get some clarity around how you're going to prep and plan your meals. Or maybe you're an emotional eater like I was for many, many years. When I finally got clarity on this, I realized it was not about meal planning or figuring out the best way to eat. I knew how to do those things, and I would often do it in the hours between about 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. That did not stop me from overeating in the last two or three hours before bed. I had to create strategies for unwinding without food. I had to create practices that allowed me to work through stress, overwhelm, and discomfort without turning to food. So first, get clear on what's in the way for you. Then get clarity on how you might eliminate these blocks. The other thing to know is that you're actually going to get more clarity as you go along, as you start to take action. Maybe you implement something and it's not having the impact you thought it would. That's just a signal to adjust your process and try something new. And with this consistent practice and curiosity and experimentation over time, you are going to figure out what works best for you. I also think it's vital to figure out who you want to become in the pursuit of these goals. And I believe it was James Clear who talked about goals being directional instead of hard and fast destinations. Um, Speaking of James Clear, total side note, we're actually starting a book club in the Unicorn Thunder Playground and it looks like Atomic Habits is the winner. So we're going to be going into that book together if anyone is interested. But back to this idea of goals being directional instead of destinations. Start looking at who you would need to become to effortlessly and naturally sustain the lean, healthy body that you desire. And this really has three different layers. So the first you can start to think about is the dominant thoughts and stories that this person would tell. So what narratives drive your next level self? What does she think on a regular basis? What perspective does she have surrounding obstacles and challenges? How does she think about the world and herself? And just a few examples of this are, you know, some of the ones I actually use. And one is like, the harder I work, the easier it gets. And I'm going to talk more about that in an upcoming episode. Another episode is that, another episode, another narrative that I subscribe to is that anything is possible when I keep paying attention. And that just speaks to a few things. It speaks to the importance of eating mindfully in my own life. And it also speaks to the importance of paying attention to my emotions and my thoughts, because those are often going to drive those behaviors that I don't want to see in my life. So those are just a few examples. Figure out what those dominant thoughts are of that self who has the thing. The next part of this is feelings and emotions. So how does this next level self 
feel on a regular basis. And this is something I personally return to at the beginning of each year. So I reread The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte and do the workbook workshop exercises at the end. And her approach is figuring out what emotions you want to feel on a daily basis and then using your goals and daily actions to generate those feelings. I absolutely love this approach and it's been a true game changer in my own life. I actually have some time set aside to do some reading after I record this podcast. Really excited about that. Focusing on how I want to feel has created more happiness and joy and fulfillment than I had once even believed was possible. And then finally, how does this person show up in her everyday life? What actions does she take? What are her tangible non-negotiables? Does she meditate every day? Does she move her body every day? Does she journal every day? You have to build the woman or man to become the woman or man who achieves the dream. And your building blocks are your thoughts, feelings, and actions. You want to ensure you're building all three rather than exclusively focusing on one or two. When you figure out your purpose and get clarity around how you're going to live out your purpose and who you want to become in the process, transformation becomes inevitable. Ask yourself why you're pursuing your dream. Make your reasons compelling. Make them so powerful that there is no amount of discomfort and challenge you're unwilling to endure. Your reasons are that important. They're everything. Then ask yourself what's in the way and get clarity around how you can break through those blocks. Make your strategies con- con- I can talk. Make your strategies concrete and something you truly believe you can continue doing for the rest of your life. Then finally, ask yourself who you need to become to reach this dream. And this is about getting that wonderful trinity of dominant thoughts, dominant feelings, and everyday non-negotiable actions. Then what would happen if you had this written down somewhere, somewhere you could return to on a regular basis? What if you made a weekly or bi-weekly date with yourself? And on that date, you reread your purpose. You reminded yourself of who you're becoming and how you're achieving your dreams. And then you could also reflect on your week or your past couple weeks and see if you're still in alignment. See if you're still thinking the thoughts you want to think. You're still generating the feelings you want to feel. You're still taking all those actions. This is going to keep you focused and motivated for weeks, even months, even years if you kept doing it to come. All right, this is the first of the masculine superpowers. So we have that amazing interview with Doug about his weight loss journey this Sunday. And then next Wednesday, we are actually diving into my favorite of all the masculine superpowers. Have a great day. Enjoy diving into your purpose and gaining clarity. And we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.